Hello, and welcome to Women on the Rise podcast. Today we have Teal, Haley, and Michelle with us. Hello. 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 So, uh, last week or a week ago, you heard Destiny ask a bunch of us women questions about ourselves, but we kind of wonder where did Destiny start? So, today is a day about Destiny. Let's learn about our trainer. Man, put the pressure. So I think the question first one is, why did you become a trainer? So I decided to become a trainer. Um, kind of, I was studying physical therapy in school. Um, so I kind of started down that road. Um, that was in, what, I graduated in 2016. And then um, I've always kind of been like an athlete and everything myself. Um, but then as far as like training through rise, um, when I first met, well, not really first met Dawson, when we first started training and everything together out of the garage, like we talked about last week, um, we kind of just had a conversation about brainstorming and maybe one day making a career out of it, which at the time kind of seemed like a long shot. Um, it didn't seem like you know, I could potentially make a full-time job out of it or anything like that because I was, you know, working full-time as a PTA. So an opportunity came about with Rise 618, and then what happened? Um, yeah, so again, we started out of the garage. Michelle, again, was my first client, um, which was kind of cool, and it kind of helped bridge I guess into just becoming like a full-time personal trainer because again she kind of we started almost like therapy route right stuff um so it kind of made me feel like more at home and then as more like people heard of us and started to come out to the garage um like athletes and things I was like man this is a different style of like clientele that I'm used to seeing um at the clinic the outpatient clinic that I worked at we did see you know many different cases and ages and things like that but again therapy is just a whole different level than than personal training um so it kind of just blossomed from there and then as my time kind of you know was more um like being demanded here like and I got more opportunities to see different people and my I guess caseload kind of built um it was kind of like oh my gosh like maybe I could make a full-time job out of this and not have to do like my day job so to speak or whatever and go to the clinic every day and um which I still loved I definitely loved therapy and stuff but this was becoming like a new road that obviously I had never been down before so um I kind of wanted to continue to see like where I could go with that and um, so I decreased like my time at the the clinic and went PRN and um, was only working like a couple days out of the week for a few hours and then um, would come back go to the garage <laughs> and do my own training and then I would see some people at the night in the evenings or whatever um, and then from there again as it the demand and everything grew we obviously have this facility that we have now and um, grew into training all of you guys too <laughs> so you said training all of us so we know that you've worked with therapy patients whether what other type patients have you been working with in the last six months um, so I work a lot of my clients 
I train anybody from um, just general fitness, getting healthy. I have athletes, um, both male and female. Um, just it all ranges. Whoever wanna, you know, whoever walks through the door and wants to start training, and I guess likes feels that I would be a good fit for them, is basically who we see. Because not only are you the trainer, but they also see you as an athlete too. Yeah. So I I do still compete in in strongman. So yeah, I was thinking about that. I remember we were talking about you know getting started at the garage. Like, how did you get connected with Dawson, and how did you start even just training, you know, to you know be an athlete and get into strongman? Um, so I first, well, I knew both Haley and Dawson from Haley from high school. And then Dawson actually played baseball at Shawnee with my husband. Um, whoop, go Shawnee. That's right. Another <laughs> plug. I love it. Yep. Um, another shout out to Shawnee Sports. Um, and then, so I, I guess we first made ties again when, so me and Dustin Ears, another one of our friends here, um, he and I both worked out at Extreme Physique, which is another um, local small gym here in town Um, we started working out and everything there and he knew Dawson and they were friends and he kind of told me he was like hey I got a little secret and uh, told me of like this potential you know like some of our friends opening a gym and starting this idea and stuff and I was like yeah that'd be cool like you know, I'd, I'd go out there and do a workout with you guys or whatever, you know, because he said Dawson was coming back and moving back home from Texas where he had learned all the strongman things. And um, so I went out to the garage one day. It was a Saturday and they were having a strongman Saturday and I was the only female. <laughs> and uh, first off, I drove completely down the wrong road because GPS took me to some random road and ended up going down the middle of nowhere because Haley and Dawson's house is not on Google Maps correctly. (laughs) That's a good thing. Yeah. So then finally ended up there and uh, that that day I actually tried to attempt to do the log and miserably failed um, quite a few times but then I think by the end of the 15 20 minute crash course that they gave me I think I got it above my head but it wasn't pretty um and kind of from there I think it just grew like Dawson had talked about strongman and doing all the different implements and stuff but here they are over there picking up like these ginormous stones and everything and I'm like there's no way I'm gonna be able to do that like (laughs) at the time we didn't have anything smaller or whatever like the little stones like we do now um and so it kind of just grew from there, but I had always been in like a part of like training and doing different things like that. Some of my friends, um, Sam and Corey, shout out to you guys out in Arizona, but um, they actually got me back into like the barbell training and things like that. So it was um, just kind of like a nice change of pace to kind of merge over into the, the strongman world. Well, so now that you are juggling training and strongman, what is a daily routine like for Destiny? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so training, that that's how I start my day. I have clients at 5 a.m. Um, so I usually have, I don't know, anywhere from like five to six people in the morning. 
And then um, once my morning clients are done, I usually try and get my training in like midday. Um, so you go from being a trainer to then doing your own training and then um, kind of back to being a trainer again. Um, so nonetheless in the gym all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so currently right now, what is your number one personal fitness goal? Um, to win a national championship in strongman. Awesome. I can't wait to see that happen. <laughs> so what is something that, um, most rewarding when it comes to your clients? I would say the most rewarding thing is seeing you all achieve your own goals. Um, because again, like we talked on the last episode, we all have different, um, goals that we're uh, trying to achieve like my journey is different than you know all of ours here um and i know that that satisfaction and kind of the um self-confidence that it gives me when i achieve some of my goals so seeing that and seeing the smiles and everything light up on your guys's face and teal especially when you come back and say like hey i was able to go this past weekend and go on this hike and everyone else was you know dying around me and i was like i'm still good let's keep going you know and Haley, it was awesome watching you compete and, and strongman too and one of these days you're gonna make a comeback but <laughs> we won't pressure it too hard and um michelle especially you you know going back to you being my first one um seeing like where you where you started again it was almost like you were a client or a patient out at the clinic but you weren't you know and then like now post-surgery and everything like that it's been awesome to see michelle can like air squat better than she could before like now and it is amazing i remember looking over the first day that you tried it and i was like oh my gosh like she just killed that it was awesome so Seeing all of you achieve your goals um, definitely makes it more rewarding Mm -hmm. for me. You know, like sometimes the early mornings, it's like, oh, dang, like, you know, the alarm clock's going off again. But in the end, it's like, man, I get to go help somebody, like, achieve their own goals every day. So, and that happened in therapy, too, but I don't know. It's kind of different here, you know, like, I was just an assistant, which... I mean, I guess I shouldn't say it like that, but I did work like hand on, like with the patients more than the evaluating therapist did. But um, I don't know. You guys get to choose whether or not you want to come here. Like in therapy, you know, the doctor writes the script, then the person comes, and I don't know. They just sometimes feel like they're slaved in there, you know, and you guys are willingly coming to see me so it's very true yes and we've seen you have many many highs in your sports there have been some lows but can you describe to us your worst sports experience and tell us how you grew from that oh gosh um that's a tough question that's a very (laughs) tough question um okay so this is just the most recent one and it still haunts me to this day um so this past october i competed in nationals and what it was like how long did we prep for that like three four months i think 
It was the longest prep of my life. I pushed myself <laughs> harder, like, <laughs> mentally, physically, every Lee that I possibly could. Um, and we had to, thankfully, the gym was able to buy the torturous wheelbarrow apparatus that was at the event. If you don't know what that is, go Google Gorilla Strength Wheelbarrow and you'll see this odd object. And we had to train both the deadlift and then we had to carry with it. And the event at Nationals, I had trained the entire prep using gloves, um, like football gloves, like receiver gloves, like sticky. They're kind of sticky just to help with grip. Because the handles of this wheelbarrow were just like powder coated. They weren't like grippy or anything like that. So to help, because the thing weighed so much, we used the receiver gloves. And so um, here comes, you know, this the next event is the wheelbarrow deadlift or the race. And I was like, okay, like I got this. I know I got this. Like I can do this. He basically, um, I go out there in my lane and I'm like looking at the thing and everybody else, all the other competitors before me had been using chalk on their hands. And so I look at the handles and they had wrapped the handles in like that white athletic tape and then it was covered in everybody else's chalk. And for this split second, like I had a little bit of time to like get ready or whatever, um... I like put my hands with the gloves on, like on the handles, and then took it off really fast. And obviously then that receiver glove is then covered in that glove. And I had the split second of thinking like, man, that's really gonna mess up my grip. Like, maybe I should take these things off. And then he was like, okay, competitor's ready. And then it was like, set, go. And then like, this was the longest however what 30 seconds I think it was I was fighting that stupid thing I couldn't budget off the ground it was not moving anywhere um and then like again I it felt like five minutes was passing by but I think it was only like 30 seconds for the life of me I got really really mad I took my gloves off and then grabbed it and thankfully got it and then made it in time so I wheeled it across in what like 10 seconds maybe by the end because they give you a minute and I finally got it so it went from literally like the worst thing of my life I couldn't pick this stupid thing up to like having the split second thought of taking the gloves off and then finishing it strong so what'd you learn from that sorry I just rambled that story but um I guess just to never give up like just because something that you've trained for three, four months doesn't work, find another way. Like, don't just get mad and stop. Like, find some other way to make it. Like, give it your all until they say stop. So, that's probably my... It's not very motivating, I know. But no, I think it's very motivating. Yeah. I mean, it's an obstacle and you overcame it. So yeah. I think it's yeah. important. So, like, I mean, going off of that, like, now how can you use those experiences to, like, motivate your clients and use those experiences as you're talking, you know, to all of us? And, yeah. you know, how, how are you able to do that, like, on a daily basis? Yeah. I guess, you know, here lately, this past week's been 
kind of tough. Like, I know a lot of the clients and just people that I interacted with in the gym, like, you know, we've had some rainy weather and the, the sun isn't shining. We're in the, the brute force of, of winter. And um, some days, you know, some one day everyone just seemed to be like in a slump almost. And it was like, you know, just keep going. There's going to be another, you know, we're going to get all energized and everything again. Like, I guess in simpler terms, we can just kind of think of that, you know, just to keep going. So I'm curious, what are you training for right now? What, what's, what's coming up? Um, so right now I'm technically in off season. Um, so I don't have another event planned right now until June of next year, which is another national competition. So it's USS Nationals and not Strongman Corps Nationals. So there's two separate divisions in, in Strongman. So, um... Just most recently, December 4th, we had Hope for the Holidays, um, and that's where I got my invite to Nationals, so now it's just full-blown prep mode for that um, until I think we may try and do like an online qualifier for official Strongman Games whenever that comes out, but I think that's in June as well. Um, so... Nothing but some hardcore training up ahead. <laughs> so you get a little bit more rest before you do hardcore training? When will you start getting ready for that June event? Um, technically now. So last week was my first week on like my off-season program. Um, kind of taking like our own little twist on somewhat of like a hypertrophy type, trying to just get stronger and um, stay as build my static strength up. I know that's one thing um, that I'm not the greatest at. My pressing strength has gotten better, but we still have a long way to go. So so how are you held accountable? Um, I'd say my coach helps me a lot, keeps me motivated. I would say um, your trainees also would hold you accountable. Yeah, I think that's, I agree. For sure, because I definitely am one of those firm believers, like, always practice what you preach, like, because then I don't feel so bad for yelling at you guys. Like, <laughs> I always tell the girls, too, like, I'm never going to put you through something that I probably haven't been through in, in some sort of way. So, um, you know, I don't want to be one of those people. So I feel like um, me keeping focused and trying to, you know, achieve the goals that I have set for myself and then all of those around me keeping me focused on staying motivated and working hard. You have some pretty serious goals that you're working towards and you're working really hard. So are there things you've had to sacrifice to yes. keep on that track? Yes. I think the the list of things that I sacrifice is probably longer than I've achieved so far, but that's okay. Um, Are they worth it? Yes. I'd say in the long run, like some, it's not bad things though. Like, What's an example just, of something you sacrificed? I don't know. Like when little things come up. Um, like donuts. Like Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just had to give up Thanksgiving dinner this past year because... I was in the middle of a cut for um, the December comp that I just competed in because uh, I was 
trying to cut some weight and um, I still got to eat really good turkey and stuff but just not overindulging so kind of you know small things like that and um, staying strict again this last prep for for nationals staying strict on a diet is something you know like one of the biggest things I'd say is not being able to be like, hey, what are we going to do on a Friday night? Like, oh, let's just go eat dinner. You know, like some of those things, like we don't really have the opportunity or whatever to do some things like that. So the gym dog Trump knows somebody's here. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets to meet him now. Yes. So what is he your thoughts on nutrition, Destiny? Is it important? Is it not important? I think it's definitely one of the most important things. Um to see any any goal that you're working working towards. I know we talked about um, last week how again we're all on different different journeys. Like for me personally, um, to to build the strength that I have built, I've had to eat more food than I've probably ever ate in my entire life. So, will you be able to help your clients with nutrition? Is that something you're thinking about doing in the future? Yes. So I know I haven't announced it yet. Um, I think everybody at the table knows because I tell everyone that is close to me. Um, But I just purchased um, the certification, so the online training for um, a sports nutritionist or a sports nutrition coach um, this past... uh, well, Cyber Monday, like when everything was that I'm that nerd that purchases future classes and stuff. Um, so I did just purchase that certification and I am almost done with it. I have one more section to go, which is like four chapters or whatever. Um, and so in the future, hopefully some mid-January maybe, um, I hope to have that done. There's a test that I do have to pass. Um, but once that's done, I feel more confident in officially helping clients. Now, I know I've talked at least a little bit, you know, with each of my clients about nutrition and kind of the general guidelines and everything. But um, that is also one of the other services that I'll offer in the future, um, which is nice because so aside from just like a nutrition coach, the sports nutrition coach um, takes into like consideration like when you're expending energy, you know, throughout your workouts and things like that, your overall volume that you expend can be taken into your consideration of like what calories and things you need to be eating that day. And so since I can program people their training, I will know exactly how like much energy they're going to be expending. So then their nutrition will be easier. Um, I'll know exactly like how much and can recommend them, you know, kind of the target calories and things that they need to be hitting. Um, And it's nice too, because we have learned a lot about like hydration and not just like nutrition, but kind of the overall um, aspect of it, which is something that I think often gets overlooked by a lot of people. That's a great skill set to add to your resume. Yeah. So trying to become a one-stop shop there (laughs) so with all these great things you're doing and stuff is there anybody that you look up to your role model oh that's a hard question um i feel like i have a lot of role models like 
for different aspects of things. Like, my mom's probably the hardest worker that I know. Um, she's still working to this day. Uh, not that she's super old or anything, but... Um, <laughs> shout out to Bonnie. Yeah, shout out mom. And dad. He's awesome too. But I just have like a lot of... I try and surround myself with people that one, will hold me accountable, and two, like, help support me and um, give me good things to look up to. So, I don't, I don't know, I can't really say that I have just one. It's not bad to have many. Yeah, I feel like I have a bunch. It's good. I have a good one. What? That You're scares me. Yeah. <laughs> You're always busy. Yes. So what do you do? What does Destiny do to relax? I was literally going to ask that same question. Oh. So. <laughs> um, well, Haley, it's funny you ask because I just, I read a lot now. I know. Um, I'm so I never, happy she loves Barnes & Noble now. I never <laughs> was a reader. Like, and it almost, it's so weird. Like... I used to make fun of Haley for reading all the time. She's like, I just, I'm so stressed I need to go read. And I'm like, why? Like, that's, that sounds so boring. But yes, that is one thing that I just love to read now. So again, I guess that kind of draws into why I decided to buy another nutrition thing or another certification. But um, aside from reading, definitely walking and listening to music. Um, there's just something about going and trying to get out of my own head. Just having something blaring in my ears and, like, just walking or doing any sort of training. That My training is probably my top one, aside from reading. Um, which can be difficult. I love each and every one of my clients. But sometimes, you got, that's why I'm strategic on when I work out. If it is a busy time in the gym, I try not to train then because then... I can give it all to me, you know, like I know a lot, a lot of us talked about how that's our me time. Well, that's my me time too. Um, and I don't want to like not be available for you guys. So I try and pick times that isn't very busy. So reading, training, anything just to get out of my own head and kind of breathe for a little while. Then <laughs> sort of following that line, that's what you do to relax. What do you go do just to have fun with friends, etc., like that? What do you like? To I do? I come to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> My friends are here. Everything like that. Um, aside from that, no, I have um, two dogs that I love to play. My one loves to play frisbee. Um, so we often play with him. And then my husband and I literally will do anything outdoors. Um, I love to go shopping for shoes. And she then, has a shoe problem, folks. <laughs> I think I do. Um, I love Hobby Lobby, too. I probably spend way too many and Target. days in there. Oh, yeah. Target's always a good one, too. Target runs. Um, yeah. And, and most of the time, it's anything with the people that I know from the gym. Like, <laughs> So it's mostly mostly things like that. Anything active in the summertime or things like we're totally going to go on a hike. But, yes, I'm excited. Um, anything outdoors. I have a kayak that I did not get to use very often this um, last, what, spring? Just because I was in full-blown comp prep. But 
I love kayaking too. So. So with the time you spend here, do you ever really get time to spend with your family? Yeah. I mean, some. I feel like you hang out <laughs> you with your mom a lot. Yeah, I, 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 but I feel like you get to hang your mom and dad. Yeah. My mom, so again, she works nights um, and weekends. So every weekend that she is off, she always calls and we meet at my brother's house and we have family dinner together. Mm-hmm. So I still get to see them a lot. And then my brother pops in here. And I feel sometimes. like your husband works out here too. So you get to yeah do things you enjoy together. Yes. We do a lot of, I feel like this is just my family. And then my actual family comes here anyways. <laughs> so do you have any advice for anybody that is thinking about coming to the gym but just doesn't know how or is scared? Yes. Um, just come in. I know we touched on this last week, too. Um, just step through the door. I, I know probably a lot of people won't believe this, but, like, I do remember there being days where I would go to Extreme Physique at the beginning, like, and I would not go in if there was a ton of people there. Um, even at, like, the rec center, <laughs> going through school and stuff, that was my way to, like, again, kind of have me time and break away from all the stress of, of school and stuff. And I would go in the rec center and just go, there's this little part where you can, like, watch the people walking in, and there was, like, treadmills. Um, and I would just go in and take, like, my flashcards and stuff and, like, go and just be away from everybody. Um, because I didn't want to be around other people in the gym. Um, and then, like, especially now, like, I can walk in here like it is my second home. And, you know, like, you you just get over those days of, like, being fearful and stuff. Um, so we all go through it. We just don't talk about it. Like, and then we move past it. And then you just don't think about it anymore. Um, but there were those days. And it was funny because Brent actually bought me my membership to Extreme Physique. And I was still living at my parents' house, like, going to college and stuff. So I would literally drive, like, 15, 20 minutes into town, go past the gym and see that there was too many cars there and literally just go back home. Like, and he was like, so how was the gym? And I was like, so I didn't end up going in. And, like, you know, like, it does. Looking back, I know it sounds silly, but I know that there is somebody out there who is like that. Um, Because there are a lot of cars out here all the time. Um, so it is intimidating and this is a much bigger facility than what either of those were, you know, I mean, I guess the rec center was big too, but we all start and we're all self-conscious and things like that. So simply just start, come in, have a conversation with at least one of us and just get started. So like if someone is interested in starting, like, what's the first step that they need to do? How do they get a hold of you? How do they get into the gym? That What what do they do? Um, I guess, like, if you seen through social media, just simply message me. Um, I know sometimes people don't want to leave a comment because everybody then can see it. Um, just message me if you know somebody that I do train or if you're friends with somebody, you know, that is friends with me. I've had people contact me that way. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like on my website and stuff, my I think my number's on there. So if not, just either call the Rice Performance number somehow and 
we can meet and talk or just simply come through the door. So you, you mentioned website. Do you, you have a website yourself? Yes. So I have um, my training business is PrimitiveStrength618.com. Um, you can go on there, kind of view some different things. Um, and then I have apparel through there. But as far as training, I think you can either email me or call me. I think my number is on there as well um, to set up training or anything like that. Is there a mantra or a quote you live by for your training in sports? Oh, that's tough. I love quotes. I really like quotes. Um, Or is there something your coach has told you that's driven you in your Yeah, there's a lot of things. Um, Okay, so first off, I would say um, Dawson, my coach, recommended um, two books during my prep in nationals. Um, They were both written by Tim Grover. The first one's Relentless, and then the second one is Winning. Um, I'd say those entire books are now what I live by. Um, The mindset of it, isn't for everybody um it's a much i don't know i don't want to say harsh but it's not your live laugh love type of book um and i know that real talk yes i know that that sounds harsh and it does sound i don't know i guess kind of intimidating to some people but um those really help me at the end of the day it's basically you know like no one else can live your dreams. Like, either you're going to have to go get it yourself or you're never going to get it, you know. Um, and that's kind of the, definitely the mentality that I have. Like, at the end of the day, if you didn't achieve something or you didn't do it, it's simply because you didn't do it. Like, not because somebody else did something, you know. There's no excuses for anything. So, I think it's definitely helped change my mindset. Not that I did think like that, but... Um, and then, yeah, I know endless conversations, Dawson and I, I can't even think of one that he says all the time now, but (laughs) it's like endless, not that we live our life by quotes, but different things don't even you do you love quotes i do funny movie quotes quotes and quotes it is your thing (laughs) i do i I do like it (laughs) one thing i do know that you and a lot of the rise athletes just because dawson is my husband and i hear about a lot of things yeah is um the three sec the three minute rule oh yes yep and i think that three minute rule of when something doesn't go your way and you get three minutes to be sad and pity about it. But after that three yes. minutes, it's time to move on. Yeah. So did that come out? Where did that come from? I don't. That I've come heard from we, learned, we learned about it in Texas. Oh, okay. Yes. A rule in the gym down there. You got three minutes to be upset, and then it was time to move on. I like yeah. that yeah. rule. I do, too. Yeah. So I, in, I didn't in, use that on my kids. <laughs> <laughs> three minutes. You might want to make that two minutes for yeah. the kids. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a great thing, though. Like, I know he said that to me, like, the first competition and he said that endlessly and then I use it now with all of my athletes like if something doesn't go right in comp or like in life really like get mad about it do however you have to react to it but at the end of three minutes like you you cannot act that way again it's like change it yes so a lot of things going back to the books that I read when something like that happens in my life like I do. I get mad, emotional, whatever the emotion that it is. 
for three minutes or however long, and then usually three minutes, and then it, I always say done next. That's a Tim Grover thing for sure. But I mean, it's the truth. Like, you can't spend forever, you know, getting upset about things and then dwelling on it when you got to go change something about it. So, like I said, there's definitely those things that like the quotes and stuff that we always say around here but I think that would be the biggest thing is like just don't dwell on it for so long go out and make something happen like make a change you know that's the only way you're gonna ever accomplish anything so I know you trained me for my first strongman comp it was a lot of fun the first event didn't go my way yep we trained and I would got it I don't know how many times and then I didn't get it because I decided to put on some elbow sleeves (laughs) and it was freezing cold and I so remember cold. I bawled my eyes yes. out, and Destiny said, you got three minutes, and then it's over. And you got to move on to the next one, because I had to do something else. Yep. And things didn't always go my way, but I did get a 400-and-something-pound Diddy Deadlift. Yes, you Clay. did. Sherwood, sure yes, I did. Yes. That's exciting. <laughs> Maybe. She barely got it. <laughs> In the eyes of the judge, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I always know that... You're always on your, you're always in your trainee's corner. Yes. Yeah. Because, again, at the end of the day, like, I know the emotions that are going through your head. Like, there's a thousand different things. You don't know what to think. And then, yeah, like, give, give your athletes the space that they need. You know, let them. And, but at the end of the day, you just got to be like, okay, hey, this is the game plan. We've got to, you know, get back on track. That one's done. Let's get the next one, you know. So, and I know after the wheelbarrow event, Haley's really good at being like my mom on the, <laughs> not my mom, but like she's my right Team hand mom. woman. Yeah. <laughs> she's my right hand woman uh, for comps and things like that. She'll keep my score. She lets me know who I need to like watch and beat and she does great. So, and she does great at keeping control of my mom she, and keeping her sane. <laughs> My mom tends to get a little nervous sitting in the stands and stuff, so. I may end up with more bruises than Destiny. Oh, yeah. She likes to either grab your leg or your arm and squeeze for dear life. (laughs) So, I know you played basketball when you were younger, and I know that recently you've gotten more involved with basketball. Like, what has that looked like lately with, you know, uh, training some of the, the, it's like the youth, the the high school girls now. Because you get to have that opportunity. It has been amazing, to say the least. Um, So there's about five or six of the girls that did come out to the gym and were my athletes here um, when we first opened and did like a little school program and stuff. So they came out and learned some of the movements. And then um, Matt Denny, who's the coach, was actually my eighth grade coach back out in Lick Creek. Um, And then... Um, he approached me and asked if I would care to come and um, do the lifting for the basketball team in season and off season, but we do it out at the um, high school. So I, um, when I'm able, I make you know the practices and things like that, especially the times that we do lift. Um, and then the games have been really fun, and again, it's just awesome to kind of be able to help those girls. In, in multiple ways, um, not only like building strength and learning how to do things like in the weight room and stuff, but 
even, let's see, we started in like the end of, well, we started in November and now we're just in December. So just a little bit of time that we have been, or I have been working with them. Like I can see so much of the girls change. Like I have a few of the athletes that did start out with me here. Like the confidence that they've built has been amazing. I've had the parents reach out and say, you know, like my daughter's just coming to life basically. You know, she's, you're helping her find herself. So at the end of the day, I think that's the, the coolest thing about it is, you know, these girls are only just getting stronger and becoming better athletes. Like they're becoming wonderful, like young women and mm-hmm. stuff like, and helping them like learn what I know now, like the mindset of things and, and not to an extent that like the books put it, um, but knowing like teaching them how to push past things and like not break themselves down and, you know, don't dwell on things is the biggest, you know, because basketball is such a mental game as it is physical. You've got to be able to learn from your mistakes, but in, you know, the blink of an eye and do better on the next play or something. So I've really enjoyed the time with that. So, so Destiny, it's been really exciting getting to know you over the few months and seeing your relationships grow. And I'm excited to see what 2022 is going to bring you. I know. I'm excited for nationals. We got a long way for that, but just training, you know, day in and day out. I think we kind of touched on it. Um, last podcast was, you know, I asked you girls, like, how do you guys stay like motivated and focused at, at your goals? That's one thing that, um, somebody asked me the other day, they were like, well, how come you're not competing again until June? And I'm like, I don't, I, cause I need a long time to prep for it. You know, like, it's not like you can just step out there and do it. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a big one, too. So the weights and stuff are, you know, heavy, things like that. And just a long time to, to prep because it's not just, you know, strength. It's mentality and everything like that. So lots of building to do. And that's fun, too, you know, throughout the trainings and all the little pieces that add up to, you know, the big prize at the end at the end of the day if you're if you're lucky enough to get it but um I think those are all things that I look forward to you know like two months from now hopefully I have a better strict press than Haley but we'll see you gotta have Crocs, <laughs> Crocs. yes Crocs uh Crocs but no like secret learning learning to to just stay focused on you know day in and day out like the progress that you are making and stuff and and trusting the process is something I say over and over again to you girls. So, <laughs> Well, I know from the beginning, seeing you grow as a trainer and an athlete has been pretty cool to see. So I can't wait to see what else you got coming. Yeah. I'm excited. Yes. I'm excited too. Well, Destiny, we have loved being able to get to know you and just thank you for letting us throw all these random questions out to you. And yes. just because we want everybody to know who you are and be able to like get a hold of you and just you know being be as encouraged as we are by you yeah and so i just want to say thanks for letting us do that and trump Trump says thank you too yes that's (laughs) ending the closure so again thank you girls for coming on and doing the podcast with me um if you're listening and 
feel like coming out to Rice Performance or have any questions or anything, um, just get a hold of me, follow me on social media, anything like that, um, and we can get you taken care of.